1: We're recording. recording. Oh, my God. This is episode number (laughs) 72, guys. We just did a
2: count. Crazy. (laughs) Wild. Crazy. (laughs) So blessed. So, so blessed. Mm -hmm. Girl, are you doing the intro? Oh, God, sorry. (laughs)
3: We
1: gonna are start recording talking. the
2: show. I was just gonna start talking shit. Uh-uh. Oh my god. Welcome to two black girls <laughs> one rose. Where two
1: black <laughs> ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. The, the bachelorette.
3: bachelorette.
1: I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy and Luke P's bullshit mm-hmm. and all men like him who believe they can have a say in what the fuck I do with my body. Oh, my God. Um, terrible. God, what an episode this was.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, not even just Luke, but, like, even the other uh, overnight dates. Yeah. Like, aside from Peter's, which was kind of boring, Tyler's, <laughs> Jed. Yeah. It was a lot happening. Then, of course, good old Luke, who gave us lots of content to discuss tonight.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
2: What are your initial thoughts, Justine? Um, Firstly, I feel like this episode needed a trigger warning before it. I feel like they haven't been sensitive enough to put a trigger warning before these episodes. And this one absolutely needed it. This one and just the whole
1: rest of the season, the last the
2: whole season (laughs) with Luke
1: and his emotional
2: abusiveness.
1: All of that could have been with a nice warning. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. um, And Luke P. embodies the attitude of a lot of Christian men when you are a Christian woman looking for a husband. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And it's tough to watch him not budge at all. Yeah, He's using lies to make it seem like he's gonna budge, but Mm -hmm. he will never. And I know so many Luke Peas. So many. Mm. And I don't know where this came from of the... A wife that you have has to be validated by her previous sexual partners. I don't really know where that stems from, from the
1: Bible and women having to be pure and keep the marriage bed sacred, and women. But can't men do this, have to that, be pure too in the Bible. Yeah, but I feel like there's always, not always. I feel like there is a t- the same tone that they bring in is. Something from, I don't know what scripture, because I don't know what Bible they be reading, but... of <laughs> Me
2: either! This is why <laughs> I'm asking where. the question! I know, but <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's, this, this, this Christian thought, yeah. or, you know, I don't know where they get this from, of how women have to be virginal, and have to be pure, mm. and have to... This same kind of feeling that I don't think is held to the same for men. Like, sure, Mm -hmm. the marriage must be sacred, you know, as a Christian man, you kind of have that same belief, but the whole women being virginal and pure and untouched and things like that, I feel like that's very much a um, passed down kind of virtue Mm -hmm. that is
2: pervasive among these evangelical crazy people like Luke. So see how you didn't know the verse? Luke didn't know the verse either. And that is what's so concerning to me (laughs) Mm -hmm. for someone who is perpetuating these ideas and will walk in just full steam ahead with absolutely no evidence behind them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know what the verse is. Is it in Proverbs 31? Is it a verse about the ideal woman? Where is it? I need to know Mm. because I haven't had Proverbs 31 memorized. I can't lie. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm breaking out in highs right now. I'm itching myself. Natasha can see me. Anyway. um, (laughs) And also, I am really enjoying seeing this bachelorette, especially this particular one of Hannah, taking Mm. a hold of her sexuality and owning it with these men
3: Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm.
2: being so open with how she feels about sex. I love it.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Even the way she owned it with Tyler too, in a yes. different way. Yes,
1: yes, because really she's nice so
2: young, and to see somebody mm-hmm. that young own their sexuality is really refreshing. We don't see that a whole lot, right? Yeah. So I was really happy to see that. So, what are your initial thoughts?
1: Um, I'm also I'm super happy with how this whole sex before marriage, even though you're Christian and what that mm-hmm. means, like that whole thing played out particularly on this show Mm
3: -hmm. where their Mm
1: -hmm. core fan base is unarguably of the Luke P world. Yes. Like white, Midwestern or Southern, conservative quote-unquote God-fearing, a lot of these people who watch the show are probably echoing very similar beliefs to Luke about keeping the marriage bed pure, and a woman should be this, and a woman should be that. I mean, they watch The Bachelorette, and they watch The Bachelorette because they love this fairy tale shit of the (laughs) women getting swept up and, um, like, the whole—I mean, this show is so just, like, drenched in, like— problematic just gender normative foolishness and so (laughs) they love watching that it's so (laughs) cookie cutter what we've all been taught and what they so corely believe in themselves as to how men and women should be operating in relationships i think it probably gets a little icky every fantasy sweeps time but even the fact that fantasy sweeps not until i would say caitlin bristow season where it was really brought to light that fantasy suits about people fucking like <laughs> i think until then it was always this like, it oh, just like oh fantasy happened, creep. really Yes. Oh. I feel like for so long, it's been like this kind of like taboo thing of like fantasy suites and sex and like, let's not really discuss it. Let's just what? pretend that they go off um, because they're they're catering to their fan base who are people uh, who yeah. are just like this. Mm. Now we know what the fuck goes down. I mean, it's not just sex. They obviously just get time to be away from cameras. But mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. loved watching how this whole thing played out, knowing damn well who was home watching it and mm-hmm. got Hannah as you said, this particular bachelorette to hand Luke P. his whole entire ass <laughs> and then and in the process hand the audience's asses to them as well. Yeah. yeah. With seeing how much she was able to stand up for her body and what she wants to do with it and mm-hmm. still stand up for being a Christian woman and okay, Luke, you can have your thoughts and you can believe whatever the hell you want to be. Yeah. Uh, believe about the marriage bed But you're not about to sit here and tell me That I'm not a Christian woman That God doesn't love me and yada 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 So mm-hmm. I I really appreciated seeing that um, Another thought I have was th- The producers saw this entire thing A mile away God.
2: I thought about that moment <laughs> where she was on that cliff. Like, I don't know. He won't talk to me. And they're like, well, you have to make him talk to you. Yes. When <laughs> they were like, it takes time, Hannah. It's yeah, fine. Just yeah, keep him a little bit longer. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fine. He's not abusive or nuts at all. It's totally fine. Oh, my God. These producers
1: ain't shit. They knew from casting that mm-hmm. Luke was a Christian celibate, like newly celibate man yeah. And they also knew that Hannah was also a Christian woman who was not yep. celibate. And that yep. if they if he made it pretty far and they had feelings that they were going to get to this moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think they knew how it would play out. Like I don't know if they knew he was going to be a complete psychopath and I hope not. Have, yeah. I hope not that they cast it, knowingly casted an emotionally abusive like <laughs> <laughs> like he showed these signs from the casting and they still cast him would be ridiculous, but also I wouldn't put it past them, so
2: yeah.
1: Um, but they knew that if he made it to Fantasy Suites, that this exact shit would this exact conversation would happen. They didn't know how it would play out, but they knew this shit would happen, which
3: mm-hmm.
1: is, I mean, shout out to them for some impeccable casting <laughs> because I this know. is great television, it is. Um, but still luke p is disgusting and probably should not have ever been casted on a show like this, this yeah. was watching this emotional abuse for the past <laughs> right? fucking two months has been horrible
2: yeah oh lord but yeah
1: i'm very excited to dig into this recap mm-hmm. i have multiple rants to go off on <laughs> cannot
2: wait um but before we get into that Tell me how your weekend was. So, guys, this weekend I went on a solo self-care little journey trip. Um, Loved watching uh, your Instagram story. Sorry, I
1: to say that. What? What? So, I just really enjoyed watching your Instagram story. Oh, cause, cause <laughs> it was like you were living in your full bouge, pampered, yes. bruncheon yes. like
2: life <laughs> that Yoga. you just embody. A little bit of the woods, but not too much. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Loved it. Um, So I was in Woodstock, New York this weekend in upstate New York. And um, the activities that I did were amazing. I went to a restorative yoga class. um, Hmm. And when I'm in the, when I'm in my everyday regular life, the yoga classes that I like to take are very intense. Um, Mm -hmm. as you guys know, I like to do hot yoga in like 110 degree rooms and it's like really fast and crazy and it's 90 minutes and it's nuts. I took a restorative yoga class. That shit was three poses, all using blankets and pillows. (laughs) So what are you doing? You are sitting there with your thoughts.
1: That's it. Oh, that's like meditation. It was
2: meditation. We also meditated for three minutes and I did the whole three minutes and was like, oh my God, it's over. So I need to start meditating because it was much easier than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, did a great yoga class, went horseback riding, um, and nice. got a CBD oil massage. Amazing,
3: mm-hmm.
1: really
2: great. Highly recommend. Nice.
1: Does the CBD seep into your pores and you get high? No, <laughs> no, Damn. not at
2: all. <laughs> but okay. I did feel like an actual worm. Like I felt like I had no bones whatsoever.
1: Oh, it just, like, relaxes
2: mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. cool. i to try
2: that. Um, mm-hmm. However, mm. Woodstock, and I would dare to say all upstate New York, is so racist. What? what? So racist. And they are the type. I was talking to my friend today. They're the active racist I'm used uh-huh. to passive racist Active racist But they are active And upset. So Oh yeah so I was walking down the street Going like up to the little town And some guy was driving And just held his what? finger up to me Like held the finger up Yes
1: People still doing yes. the finger
2: first of all um, <laughs> Where are we? 1993? What? Uh, like is this american pie like what anyway i was walking through the town some guy with a bunch of people was like yelling at me about my hair what um yeah some yeah yep i walked into a restaurant and everybody turned around and looked at me and the whole room got silent Meanwhile a Bob Marley song was playing, <laughs> so I'm not really sure what their fucking problem was. Oh my god. Um Yeah. And I can just go on like that wasn't even the only one. I can go on and on. The first night I did not sleep until about five o'clock in the morning because I was like, I can't sleep with the sun because I feel away about sleeping in this town. Dang I'd so all of that happened night. in the first day? Yeah.
1: So by your first night you were like, Where
2: am I? Yeah, I'm by myself. I'm far from home. Like what? Oh my God. I, yeah, I didn't fall asleep till the sun came up. I uh, was, I was just so scared because I was like, fuck, I'm alone. Like, ugh and I couldn't go out at night. There was like a tequila mezcal bar that I really wanted to go to. Nope. I'm not walking at yeah. home at night. No way. No, not with homeboys no. riding around in pickup trucks,
1: giving the finger mm-hmm. and talking about whatever. Jesus. And on the
2: weekend, the motorcycle crowd comes out. No, no, thank hell you. no.
1: That is wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't put nothing past white people, but <laughs> also like. It's We try to think You know We're in the north We're safe Like mm-hmm. people You know People are raised up here But it's more covert So whatever Be good But mm-hmm. to hear shit like this Like overt mm-hmm. Like That's terrible Particularly Especially- in Woodstock New York Which exactly. is kind of like Rural You think it's like Crunchy granola Like yes. free loving white people But
2: Apparently not and it's, like, this hippie town. A lot of the stores have, like, refugees, welcome here. Like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. There's rainbow oh, flags everywhere. There's, all, like, all this stuff. But walking around, I did not feel safe.
3: Oh,
1: no. And I would a not go back. Hell
2: no. Don't no. go back there. Mm-mm. Oh,
1: that's terrible. Because I know before going yeah. on this trip, you said you were kind of, like, nervous. It's your first time traveling alone. And mm-hmm. would you do it again or no?
2: I would definitely travel alone, but now I'm so glad that I went to just a bus ride away alone. Yeah, yeah. Because I have so many ideas about going to, like, Montana and Arizona and all these other places with all these things that I love, like horseback riding and yoga and just
3: mm-hmm.
1: the
2: essential oils. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I can't go to these places by myself.
1: Yeah. It is not all- worth
2: it. Like, there's no way I can go alone to another place like that ever.
1: No, that's. That is not ideal to no. be away and feel unsafe. Like, you yeah. came away to be, to feel like to get restorative, like, weekend mm-hmm. for yourself, self care weekend, whatever. And then you're in the self care weekend and you're, like, worried about caring for yourself and your safety.
2: <laughs> like, literally worried if someone's gonna, like, write nigger on my door. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It was, like, that kind of, that level of racism. You know what I mean? Wow. Like active racists have no bounds, so I was nope, like, anything could happen.
1: Anything, yeah, truly. Um, damn, friend, I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: that's so you know, I... it is what it is. But I, it made me so grateful that we do this podcast too, because I know mm-hmm. we do this, and there are so many young ladies who are either um, they don't think like the rest of their town, or they don't look like the rest of their town, and they listen mm-hmm. to us and escape about the way to show on earth. So it made me really grateful. Um, yeah. that we can connect with you all through this mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and also made me really grateful for my summers on the vineyard. My mm. summers at Martha's Vineyard were really important. Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. Yep. Which is like black bouge. Yes, yeah, sure is. And summers <laughs> on the inkwell and doing all of that stuff. It made me so grateful for it. And I definitely now want to continue the tradition with my future babies I'm going yeah. to the vineyard because it's an important place. Mm-hmm.
1: And going to safe havens where we are welcome. Yes. Walking around are people that look like us.
2: And you can just walk around and no one will yell at you on the street. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. the luxuries of life. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Well, I'm glad to hear it hasn't deterred you from traveling alone again. Just yeah, Maybe not, not to Woodstock, New York.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, and
1: to any listeners in Woodstock, Send us an email. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, or just
2: upstate, like, by there. Anywhere you near Woodstock.
1: I don't really know. Yeah, anywhere near Woodstock, so.
2: Um, anywhere near the Catskills, mm-hmm. basically. Um Yeah, what's, what's going on, guys? So <laughs> <laughs> let
1: us know. <laughs> um, that would be nice because I think even, like, in New York, you're always thinking, okay, I want to go on a quick weekend trip. Like you can yes. take the metro north to so many places and be there mm-hmm. like in an hour, yeah. um, and so like Woodstock always shows up on those lists. Beacon, New mm-hmm. York, um, mm-hmm. Terrytown, like all these like within you know close train distances. But damn, if y'all turn it up like that, I ain't take <laughs> myself somewhere <laughs> out the fuck else. All right, and yeah, that's a that's a strong note for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, let us know what's going yes.
2: on. Yes, please email yes. us at the number two black girls the number one rose at gmail dot com. Thank
1: you very much. Uh, shout out as always to the Patreon crew. Woohoo! Thank you, thank you for having us here. Mm-hmm. Um, still, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or any of the other platforms. Um, please write us a review if you haven't yet told us what you think, or if you're new to the Patreon world or Patreon crew. Yes. Um, you can still go and write us a review. That'd be great. We mm-hmm. love reading them. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. We live tweet every Monday. Our, no- our handles the number two blk girls, the number one rose, um, and then we're also on Facebook and Instagram. If you search two black girls, one rose, mm-hmm. say it every week. If you're listening to us right now, screenshot yourself. Yes listening to our podcast screenshot the patreon screen or the itunes screen screenshot yourself with your headphones in listening Mm -hmm. to the podcast tag us in your instagram story share us with the world we love 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 when you guys tag us and just help us grow this community we're only here because of this community that Mm -hmm. we have organically built um, Justine and I can only do buzz so much with promoting the podcast and whatnot. Um, it's really been all of you who have gotten the word out and yeah. um, have made us a like permanent staple here in Bachelor Nation. So we appreciate yeah. y'all. Um, and shout out to BuzzFeed who featured <laughs> us in a quiz that a bunch of y'all yes. sent to us. I would have never saw this, um, but it's a quiz that's that's called "Make Some Decisions" as the Bachelorette, and we'll tell you which Bachelor podcast you should listen to. Oh, um, and yeah, we were one of the the options. I took the quiz and I la- I was selected to listen to, to Black
3: Girls <laughs> Rose.
1: My sister took the quiz and got some other damn podcasts and I was what? like, What kind of fan Yeah Jessica. She's like, I just took the quiz, but I got this blah 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 and I'm like, You ain't shit. And yeah, what? What the hell? Like, oh how did you gosh. not answer everything that I said in my quiz? But um yeah. So go do that and shout out to shout out to the whole two Black Girls One Owns family. Yes. Who continues to just, you know, make us grow and mm-hmm. get recognized by fun things like BuzzFeed. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that
1: was fun. Um, as always, before we jump to the recap, Justine, I know you have
2: a couple church announcements. We sure do. Take us to church. Um, so I have a few shout outs. Shout out for the love to Miriam and Joe, both new patrons. Shout out to you guys. Um, and we got an email earlier on today, which I clicked on immediately, from Irena, mm-hmm. who emailed us a story about Mr. Peter the Pilot. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> can I take this away in Bachelor Nation news? And you can news? take it right away to that Bachelor Nation news, girl. Oh,
1: Lord. Lord, 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 <laughs> Mr. Peter.
2: I. Is going
1: on The Bachelor or Bachelorette and being on TV really all that great of a life goal? I am so I confused.
2: Do. No. I guess because he has this, like, really extreme running gimmick. So but, he probably figured he could take that pretty far with this pilot But he also has shit. a
1: full-fledged career. You are a pilot. He was employed by yeah. Delta, he is living, like, a very normal life, a sweet-ass life, with living at home with his parents in that nice-ass house. He drives a Mercedes S-Class, whatever the hell you called it. Why yeah. do you need bachelor Instagram fame and
2: fortune? You have a full-ass career and a good-ass job and a good-ass car. What is wrong with these people? You know what it reminds me of? This weekend, the good, one of the good things about this weekend is that I started watching Pose. Bitch, have you seen it? No, it's on my list. There's too many shows I can't. I watched the whole season in 24 hours. It was so (laughs) good. I was in a puddle of tears and emotion. Oh, my God, it was incredible. But there's a character on there who has the same life Peter does, right? And he's just so bored with his life that he, like, can't stand it.
0: Uh And
2: you'll have to watch the show to see what, you know, to see what he gets up to. But he just gets up to mess because his life he, it worked out everything worked out the way that it should
3: All right.
1: Uh hey guys. Hi. So, side note, our file got corrupted mm-hmm. and we are literally re-recording the podcast for a full second time. I know. Um, and it's now Tuesday at 11 p.m., and this is not <laughs> what we were expecting to do with our time. So just a quick disclaimer, if we sound like we're literally wanting to kill ourselves yeah. or <laughs> if we just sound a little bit low energy right now or not as funny, that that is why yeah. we are literally re-recording the podcast right now um, at an ungodly hour mm-hmm. um, at a time that we were not expecting to. Yep. So. Just wanted to put that out there And we will pick up right now with Bachelor Nation news mm-hmm. Just go straight into it Yeah, all let's right. do it uh, Okay, so Peter, I guess, is just that bored And <laughs> decided that uh, Even though he has a great life As a fucking pilot And living the high life at home mm-hmm. Driving a Mercedes S-Class He decided he wanted to go after Bachelor Instagram fame <laughs> and fortune <laughs> Um, which still perplexes me That people will literally Toss away their whole lives Girlfriends included mm-hmm. For the chance to go on this here show Yeah So In a scathing interview That dropped today Yesterday Whatever I don't even know what date it is anymore uh, With Entertainment Tonight Online Peter's ex This is a model named Kaylee Lutz she Wait she's only model? came forward
2: model? She's a model Oh Yep that also changes things
1: well i don't know so she she came forward with her side of the story remember reality steve broke this story like last week or two yeah, weeks ago, a while ago yeah yeah where he said he did an interview with peter's ex and then last minute she decided not to have him release it um well she finally came forward with her side of the story mm-hmm. to entertainment tonight and homegirl gave mad details everything everything
2: Everything she got pretty
1: much (laughs) everything she got pictures instagram receipts text message like this looks really bad Mm -hmm. peter looks like a fucking dick Mm -hmm. um so just a little bit of the breakdown so during peter's one-on-one date in latvia he talked a little bit about his last relationship where he said it was very serious we felt very deeply for each other um but said like things didn't work out because it wasn't meant to be it was like very vague Mm -hmm. um like i remember me and you were even like what does that even mean yeah what is he talking about um and then he said that he was left devastated by the breakup and then like last week in hometowns when he's with his parents they all said like yeah he was so devastated took him a while to get over it yada yada um Well, Miss Kaylee here says she dated Peter for five months before he unexpectedly broke up with her in late December. Mm -hmm. And she said that she is the
2: woman that he's speaking of, but she has a very different recollection of their relationship and how it ended. Yeah. And for the detail that she was going in on, she was like Mm -hmm. like, talking about the kids they were going to have and where they were going to live. And they only dated for five months. Yep. So they met in June of
1: 2018. She lived in Atlanta. He lived in L.A. He was hired by Delta. So he was out in Atlanta, which is Delta's hub, doing training. And they met and he went back to L.A. They kept up a long distance relationship where they're seeing each other every week or every other week. (coughs) Sorry. They went on vacations around the U.S. They even went to Switzerland in November. Um, She met his parents um, and every time she went to visit him in L.A., she said she stayed at the house with him and his family. Mm-hmm. So she spent a good chunk of time with his family. He met her family early on. They were talking about having her move to L.A. Yep, yep. They were, as you said, they were talking even about, like, the future when yeah, they have kids, kids and, like, the logistics of going between L.A. and Atlanta. Yeah. Like, they were
2: very serious. <laughs> and they went for... And five months is short for people who see each other all the time. So five months for a long distance relationship and you talk about your kids? I don't know. She said they were seeing each other every week, though, because
1: he's a pilot. And I don't know She be I don't know what kind of money situation she got. But yeah. it, she said they were seeing each other as much as one can see each other for a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somehow they made it work and they were, you know, moving very quickly with their connection, yada, yada. Um, so where things went south... Uh, two days before Christmas mm. so mm. great timing there Peter mm-hmm. Um, she said that they FaceTimed and he said that he wanted to end their relationship before it got more serious
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he didn't really give her a reason why and she was pretty devastated and completely blindsided of course because yeah. yeah. this is not the conversation I was expecting <laughs> and we've been getting serious so why all of a sudden are you like freaked out by how serious we are Um, So she said she thought, of course, first thing is like, is there another girl? And so she says she went and looked into his recent followers on Instagram and she noticed that a Bachelorette producer had recently followed him. But at the time, she didn't really think anything of it. But she knew that Peter was doing something shady, wasn't telling her something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then she said out of nowhere, he immediately deleted every trace of her on Instagram. (laughs) Deleted their pictures, which is, you know, expected when people break up to delete I photos. Guess, yeah. But he went as far as to untag himself from photos, mm-hmm. deleted her comments from his page. Dude, that was wild. Unliked any photos that he liked of hers mm-hmm. and deleted any comments on her page as well. What kind of <laughs> like time deleted- he got
2: to do all this?
1: Deleted every ounce, every morsel of evidence that he ever existed in, in her life, if yep. she ever existed in mm-hmm. his life. And she had receipts to show. Like she had a she had a screenshot of a, I guess a DM between the two of them, yeah. and like one, a picture was like deleted from it. Yeah. Um, so she came with the receipts. Mm-hmm and um despite him trying to erase
2: (laughs) every trace of their attraction
1: every race the internet don't lie no no it's still there my man texts don't lie they are still there it is in
2: pen not pencil
1: exactly so she just went on to say like she just felt absolutely betrayed that he was interviewing for a reality dating show meanwhile simultaneously planning a future with her
2: in such Um, a short amount of time if you don't want to take a long distance relationship with a model in atlanta that's serious that's not expected so don't (laughs) take it serious like but he
1: was taking it serious when he's bringing homegirl over to his parents place that's because that's the only place he lives she and she's meeting his family and they're going on international vacations together like he's taking this shit seriously yeah (laughs) It sounds wild in our head because they're like long distance and, and he she's has a model the, and all this stuff. He has but the
2: choice to not. That's the thing. That's a choice. He was choosing too, which choosing. is why homegirl's
1: fucking pissed because he was literally fucking interviewing for a reality <laughs> show while he was <laughs> planning his whole entire you know wifey life with this new girl.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Wild um so they asked in the interview like when it in the entertainment tonight interview like when did you find out that he was on the bachelor was he up front with you she says she found out when he began filming the show when they dropped the list of contestants Mm -hmm. when they released the list of contestants that her cousin saw and sent it to her um and then she claims that they actually her and peter so they broke up in december but they kept in touch like up until march way too long way way too long long. i don't know why you're torching yourself (laughs) you were together five months
2: and you kept together after the breakup for another three months months? right talking about what i don't (laughs) even know (laughs) (laughs) who knows
1: after he unexpectedly broke up with you but you know these guys be fucking our heads up so um so she said she spoke with him up until march Um, and then she found out about the show and texted him and then obviously didn't hear anything back from him.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So another last final thought from the interview, which was interesting. (laughs) They asked her, you know, his family during his hometown mentioned how hard it was for him to move on from his last relationship. You know, was that surprising to you? Were they referring to you? And she said, quote, I was his last girlfriend. So it had to have been me that they're talking about. It was shocking to hear that. It made me wonder if he told his parents that I broke up with him instead of the other way around. Which probably, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. Because his parents were like, oh my God, Peter. It was like so hard for him to get yeah, over his so last devastated. relationship. So devastated. Little do they know, he fucking broke up with her and ripped the rug from, out from under her and on this damn show. Mm-hmm. So, crazy interview. I definitely recommend um, checking it out. Yeah, it was a good it read. A good Very juicy read mm-hmm. And Homegirl came with All of the receipts mm-hmm. And Mr. Peter Mr. Perfect Peter Who <laughs> I mean we fucking Jinxed it by saying <laughs> We did know, It be some shit <laughs> If he came forward With something And sure enough Here he is Being a fuckboy Like everybody else On this damn show If not In my opinion Maybe Worse than Jed Cause Jed at least Was in a tag team With his girl And they went To this shit together I know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Peter full on broke up with somebody to go on the show.
2: Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because he likes a whirlwind fairy tale or if he just wants to be famous on Instagram. Right. Like what? Which is that is the thing that is wild
1: to me because you are a full on employed yeah. by Delta yeah. <laughs> commercial pilot mm-hmm. driving a Mercedes S class living with your parents who look very nice. <laughs> what? other drama Instagram fame and fortune are you trying to get in wrapped up and that doesn't even make any sense to me why do you need this in your life
2: everybody needs drama
1: That's just wild it's so so wild yeah um, so
2: yeah that's it for Bachelor Nation news Should we well do you want to do the extra Bachelor Nation news now what's up oh uh, Wes and that girl from Modern Family got engaged today oh Wells well, sorry Wells, Wells. <laughs> So sorry wes girl wes and sarah well's and Hyland. sarah yeah sarah highland wells
1: and oh good for them mm-hmm. they've been together for a minute
2: they have and good for him because that girl has syndication money, money. i know um but hey shout out to shout out, shout to, them. out to him.
1: Um, all right, dive into this. Let's recap, go. Yes, please. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> God help us. Pray for please. us, you guys. Oof. Please put us in your prayers because I can't even. Okay, let's just go. Yeah. So it's Fantasy Suites Week. We're in Crete, Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah is very excited. She said it's a long time since she's been physical with a man um, and lets us know that Fantasy Suites Week is not just about sex. It's really about them getting like real time away from like the cameras and stuff. Yeah. So, just a reminder, it's not just about the sexy all. Mm-hmm. Um, So Peter is first up for his one-on-one date mm-hmm. or his overnight date, and Hannah says, "You know, Peter's a nice guy. You feel like you can bring home to any- or bring him anywhere. He's passionate. He's sexy. You know, he's blah, blah, the blah, safe blah, blah,
2: choice. Blah. Essentially, is what the she's saying. The safe
1: choice, right?" Mm-hmm. So for their date, they meet on a beautiful beach, and then they head off into this big um, sailboat, where they just kind of sail around uh, Crete, I guess. Making out. Making <laughs> out, of course. Um, so Peter saying, "You know, I've never been this exposed with someone, this raw." Hannah has my heart. Um, which shout out to Kaylee because this is if she's watching <laughs> watching the show. Good God. Um, and he says, you know, I haven't been completely vocal about how I feel about Hannah. Because um, we remember from Hometowns last week, he never said I love you mm-hmm, to her. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so Hannah and Peter line down and he goes to her, you know, do you know how much I like you? <laughs> Where are we? Like, why are we doing like the why, playground? <laughs> the playground. Like, do you like me a lot? A like, like, oh like, like
2: me? Like, stop. <laughs> Check yes so or Hannah, no, or maybe. Check yes or no,
1: yeah. I'm like, what is this middle school shit? So Hannah, she obviously picked up the fact that he said liked and not loved. Mm-hmm. And so she's still wondering, like, where he stands. All right? Um, but nonetheless, they still rolling around this boat making out and having fun. Mm-hmm. So time for the nighttime portion of their date. Hannah shows up in her signature pink. Looking so bomb. This outfit was so Looked good. bomb. Really love this dress. Mm -hmm. It was like a little satin pink mini dress Mm -hmm. with the matching overcoat. Yes. Very Hannah look. A lovely tone on tone look. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it. So uh, Peter is in his confessional still yapping away, shading poor Kaylee, saying, (laughs) I've never... (laughs) Poor Kaylee. (laughs) Good God. I can't even... (sighs) Oh, Peter! Terrible, so disappointed. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. So he says, "I've never met someone close to the person that Hannah is." Mm. Jesus Christ! Um, so they head inside this like beautiful building, sit and chat. Um, Peter gives a cheers, claiming, "You know, to fate for bringing us together." <laughs> Everything he says now is just hilarious. Yeah. because this interview dropped today, right. so. <laughs> Anything he says now, I'm just looking through the lens of Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So he keeps talking. He's saying, you know, I feel like my family's invested now your hometown. So, um, and, you know, when we were flying around, I realized, like in his little plane, mm-hmm. you know, I realized I never felt that way with someone before. I feel like I'm my true self with you. And it made me realize how in love with you I am. And it's the greatest feeling ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So we got his... Very predictable, I love you.
2: Which just feels so forced and disingenuous. Right. And it doesn't surprise me that he has a very typical I love you now after this interview came out. Mm. Because even Kaylee is her name. Haley, Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee Kaylee. Kaylee said Mm -hmm. that he just says what women want him to hear. Or want mm-hmm. to hear from him, I should say.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's not surprising it at all that he is doing this just to stay on the show. show? I guess. Yeah. God, this
1: sucks. Because even like last week, yeah. we were like, "Oh my god, Peter so loves Hannah. Like he's so genuine." And now when he's when any of these guys say anything, it's like I can't believe anything yeah. because everybody has a girlfriend off the show. Mm-hmm. Everybody got some like scathing fucking reality Steve article that just <laughs> dropped. And so it just like taints when you're watching the show. Yeah. Peter, last week, I thought he was actually really in love with her. Now when he says, I love you, I'm like, do you love her? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or
2: what does love mean okay. to you? Because you, he yeah. didn't break up with his girlfriend. It's not like he has a girlfriend.
1: No, he doesn't. But. He up with her to go on national television. Right. But okay. When the
2: cameras go away, what's going to happen? Right.
1: So, I don't know. Hannah, she's all excited, of course. Mm-hmm. He said it, which is, I mean, you obviously knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it last week at Hometowns. It's going into Fantasy Suites. To get into Fantasy Suites, you have to at least drop the uh, the L-bomb. So. Right. He knew what he had to do. so. Um, but, yeah, Hannah, she hands him the Fantasy Suites card, and um, they, you know, head out and start walking towards The, uh, drum roll please, (laughs) a windmill. Yes. Peter hit it twice in the windmill. (laughs) So the mystery has been solved. Mm -hmm. We were positive. It was Tyler who was throwing it down twice. (laughs)
3: 100%.
1: Thought it was Tyler. And it was Peter Mm -hmm. who they fucked in a windmill as we, you know, learn further down in the episode. Um, this windmill, in my opinion, looked extremely claustrophobic. I thought it was cozy. No. It it just looks so tight in there. It looked romantic and shit with all the candles and whatnot, but it also looked very dusty. Yeah. And stuffy. So, yeah, not for me. Um, and of course there's like a chest in there where they find
2: condoms. Mm -hmm.
1: Hardy har har har. Hardy har har. So, the next morning, Hannah and Peter are all curled up in bed, and Hannah says in her confessional, you know, waking up with Peter this morning, I feel amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter is just saying, you know, I feel so confident in what we have. I love you. Um, He says in his confessional, last night was the best night of my life.
2: O.D. You (sighs) O.D.
1: That's a, a huge statement. Um... And so I don't know what went down to that fucking windmill, but...
2: Yeah, was it better than your Switzerland trip uh, with Kaylee?
1: But then he said, you know, after last night, Mike drop, game over. Mm. So I don't know if he's implying that he threw it down. I'm sure he did. I don't know what tricks Mr. Peter has up his sleeve. I would love
2: to know, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because he seems so nice. Yeah. I don't know, but... Well, they say lady in the street freaking the sheets. It, Peter could be the same a, just a nice guy on the streets and throwing it down in the fucking windmill. So i <laughs> <laughs> not
2: <laughs> I'd love to know. Yeah, but, yeah him uh, and like Clay. I would love to know like what they're doing. Oh god, Clay. No.
1: I can't even yeah, I'm not gonna Right? <laughs> I'm not gonna shape poor Clay. Right? But that I'm not picturing that in my head. Anyways. Anyways, um, so Hannah walks him out, and they're all hugging and, mm-hmm. you know, sad to say goodbye. Time for the next date, and it is our man, Tyler. My mm-hmm. fave. Tyler runs up to Hannah, gives his quintessential, I missed you, girl. Love it. I love the Always comma girl. the girl. <laughs> no, of course you do. <laughs> I hate it. I love Tyler, but I hate that he always adds the, hey, girl, you look so good, girl. Who are you talking to and why are you talking like this? I love it.
3: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Tyler, he says in his little interview, um, you know, after last week's hometowns, I don't have any questions. I'm ready to propose and get down on one knee. Um, And as he's saying all this, his face is very serious, Mm -hmm. like... Peter, when Peter talks in his confessionals, he's all, like, laughing and, like, smiley. P- Tyler was like, I'm serious. Like, this is my girl. I'm ready to get down. I'm ready to propose. Yeah, like,
2: And he's also he's farther ahead than Peter. Peter was like, oh, I'm afraid to say I love you. And Tyler's like, right. so I'm ready to get down on one knee and have these kids. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: so Hannah says, you know, our physical chemistry is on point. We always have an easy, great, fun time he's so sweet and kind to me so for their date they head to a spa and they're doing you know nice little couples massage Mm -hmm. cute and they're just talking about you know tyler just sharing how much his family loved her and how you know well she got on with the brothers and the dad and all that stuff um basically how you can see tyler's like all giddy because you can tell that his family like really loved her Mm -hmm. and that they're all sold and so he sold yeah So that's why he's, like, coming in guns blazing, like, I'm ready to propose today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's not playing. Um, So Tyler, I mean, not Tyler, Hannah, she's saying same thing. Tyler's such a dream guy. I keep thinking to myself, wow, he wants to be with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while Hannah's getting massaged and she's, you know, eyes closed, Tyler does a little switcheroo with the masseuse Mm. and takes over the massage,
2: basically. This freaked me out. <laughs> Freaked you out? Yes, yes. yes. Why? You can't just take over the, the masseuse. They those people have licenses and things. You can't just like, <laughs> like you can't just do that. But they in another country. <laughs> they probably got different rules. Right. Who knows? <laughs> so
1: Tyler took over. Hannah obviously quickly realized these big ass <laughs> hands were not turf, <laughs> little tiny Greek masseuse from before. <laughs> And realizes it's Tyler, and then they proceed to have a very intense,
2: heavy, Cinemax. borderline
1: R-rated <laughs> make-out session. Goddamn. Because she was topless, right? Ooh. She she was topless at some point. I guess she put it back on. I don't know if she had it back on. I'm not sure. E- either way, and they was hot and heavy, close and you know Mm -hmm. just painting the picture for you guys it was a lot um but hannah says in her confessional you know our physical chemistry and intimacy is not a problem but i'm nervous and scared about how far our physical connection can go when our emotional connection needs to catch up sometimes and she says if tyler is my forever then i have that i have forever to be physical with him i need to make sure he's my forever love how she put that Yes. This was my Hannah used her words. Nice. Actually, which she had many more later on mm-hmm. in the episode. But I really like this one because it showed that she's, she's making a conscious decision to make sure that she is not getting victimized. Yep. She is realizing their physical connection is off the charts. This man is banging, mm-hmm. but she's, Checking herself and realizing, like, we can have sex for the rest of our lives. But that is not, that does not make a relationship. So I really need to make sure that he is, like, my forever person for real, Mm -hmm. for real. Um, So yeah, kind of like how she put that. Um, Time for the nighttime portion of their date tyler walks up in that same fucking salmon blazer (laughs) this rust
2: blazer
1: this damn blazer that's been passed around
2: the house every guy has worn this damn blazer oh my god the the what is it the brotherhood of the traveling blazer (laughs) brotherhood of the traveling blazer (laughs) the new name for the season
1: yes been everywhere and tyler has worn it one too many times mm-hmm. and i'm tired of seeing it even though he looks amazing in it as always i'm still tired of seeing this fucking blazer mm-hmm. um and then hannah walks up in her signature fucking modern day xenon girl of the 21st <laughs> century silver ass dress i don't know why they keep putting this girl in silver and they keep doing this hsn showcase jewelry Ooh, yes Stan, this was a terrible look for the both of them <laughs> yeah. just walking to dinner looking a mess. <laughs> Two very beautiful people yes. that should be wearing better clothes than those. Right. They just look so unpolished. I was like,
2: unpolished God. and
1: just tired, both tired <laughs> yes. ass outfits. Yes, <laughs> so mad watching both of them. Huh, <sighs> anyways, they sit for dinner. Um, Hannah just comes right out and she says, I do have some concerns about our physical relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm around you, our physical chemistry is like completely off the charts. I want to hug you, kiss you. We're always all over each other. But I have to reset myself sometimes around you because there has to be more. You know, yeah. and she says flat out, I don't want to go into fantasy suites and have sex because I want us to continue our emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we need in our fantasy suite. Um, which I thought was... Perfectly well said. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly well said. This is a great she's way set to set, set a boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set the boundary. This is fantasy suite shirts sure, about sex and all that. But for us, we ain't having sex yeah. because we already know that sex is not a problem for us. Right. We need to continue this emotional shit. So um so as she's saying all this, Tyler just looks very serious. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And when she finishes talking, he basically just like supports her all the way. Yeah. And is like, yeah, I mean I do love you. I just want to spend more time with you and just be us. And, um, you know, Hannah, she's all happy. This didn't like phase Tyler at all. Mm -hmm. And she's giving him all this credit for, you know, being respectful and strong and celebrating her boundaries. Which
2: should be normal. Right. But (laughs) (laughs) But I will say this is something that we should celebrate about Tyler. Um, Mm -hmm. um, because these are maybe because these are really private, intimate moments that we don't see in between people a whole lot, so mm-hmm, they no. should be celebrated when we see uh, somebody respecting someone else's boundaries so soon before sex even starts.
3: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that they,
2: they're uh, acknowledging the non-consent <laughs> before right. even trying to go farther or trying to convince her or this and that whatever. Nope, just okay, you don't want to have sex. Gucci. I'm going to sit here with these blue balls all night. It's fine. (laughs) As you should, because I set the rules. I said no. Sorry.
1: (laughs) I said no. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, he's getting, of course, everyone in line is like, oh, my God, Tyler, he's so respectful, yada, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. Which is great, yes, give him all the credit, but it also is very disturbing how... Hello. like he gets credit yeah, <laughs> for doing the bare minimum of what he's supposed to do yeah. like you shouldn't get a trisket for respecting my body and my boundaries yeah, no. like mm-hmm. it just shows you how fucked up our society is yeah. particularly in today's you know hashtag me too world mm-hmm. where men have clearly revealed themselves to be pure hot trash yeah. in the last year or so so um the fact that tyler looks like a godsend is really fucking sad but <laughs> Shout out to Tyler because, I mean, still give credit where credit is due. Yes. But it's still just, like, yeah. ridiculous that he even gets a biscuit for doing the bare minimum. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, the next morning, um, they head out to, like, the front of the boat. And Hannah's um, just, like, thanking him for, like, the boundaries and making sure that they didn't go any further. And said that, like, even that within itself was, like, very hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a hot thing, honestly.
2: Yeah, consent um, is hot
1: yes consent consent is hot and then also like cuz she said further on that they would like make out and then he would like stop and hold her mm-hmm. and like make out like for, you know the start and stop yeah. is always like a little you know a little juicy <laughs> um so so yeah you don't have to have sex to get turned on wow. and like you know still have like a hot moment together so um and yeah so she kind of just like thanked him for that and Tyler again he's very serious in his interview He says it was one of the best nights of my Life Mm -hmm. so another one who just Had the greatest night ever (laughs) Um, And said you know it's just Love that's gonna be my girl that's gonna be my Best friend that's gonna be my wife Just everything you want (laughs)
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Everything You want Um, And also like they because they didn't Have sex they truly connected on a whole Different level than like everybody Else because with sex You know there's you have the foreplay, foreplay, there's sex, then you lay in bed afterwards and stare at each other, and then you go back to that and say, like, it's, they probably, every other date where she did have sex, mm-hmm. they're just kind of lost in that.
2: Distracted kind of by sex,
1: yeah. Distraction versus with her and Tyler, they straight up were just, like, talking, connecting the whole time, mm-hmm. so they were able to, like, really dive deep.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
2: lp. dot com slash two b g one r deep,
1: so I can see why he's coming out now. Like this is my girl, hundred percent. Like I'm ready right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So time for them to part ways, and Hannah she got very emotional. Mm -hmm. She was tearing up, crying a little bit, and said, "You know, watching him leave really ripped me apart." Um. Which she did not get this emotional for Peter. Nope. Nobody.
2: She has another thing.
1: She yeah with neither sure. Peter nor jed um but again, I think it just like shows like that her and Tyler just really connected on some other shit mm-hmm. and um her emotions like even more deeply or even more deeper with him, perhaps I don't know, yeah, but it's my assessment um all right, time for Jed's date now, off top, I just have to say i've fully appreciated this entire date (laughs) now Jed ain't shit as we've come to learn but i really like the fact that he held her ass to the fire Mm -hmm. when it came to luke Mm -hmm. and he gave her the raw brutal honest truth that everybody back home all the guys in the house Mm -hmm. everybody's been wanting to say to her about luke he just brought it straight to her um, and I appreciate it because I think the whole world deserves an explanation for what the fuck this dude Luke is still doing around absolutely and
2: period and part of this is because he has a, a very reliable backup plan at home so if he right. doesn't win <laughs> it's, there's, there's not really any sweat off his back because he has a whole other wife at home so it's a win-win for Jed
1: yeah. either way <laughs> so he don't care he don't give a shit oh wow that's terrible <laughs> Oh god. So Jed, he says on uh, his little interview, you know, last time I saw Hannah, I was pretty angry. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was hurtful to stand there next to Luke, who's been so inconsistent and toxic this whole process. Um, so he's going into this date with like a massive chip on his shoulder, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so for their date, they meet up in this little like Greek village. And for their day, they're just, like, hanging out with this little Greek family. It's, like, dancing and eating. And um, it was very reminiscent of Ari and Sien's date
2: yes.
1: in Italy. Which and was they, like, also, with was that family in fourth. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the same timing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they're hanging out with this family. They're eating. They're taking shots. Um, and one of the, I guess, the father of the family is, like, questioning Hannah um, about the whole process And she's saying that she's not really ready To make a decision yet And um, all the while Jed is just like sitting in the cut Just giving her the side eye yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, She's getting like grilled by this family Like how will you decide And she's like trying to answer And put these words together Meanwhile Jed is like sitting right beside her And he flat out was like in the bottom
2: two Last <laughs> week in his field some type of way And <laughs> just is so sick of hearing about Luke B that anything mm-hmm. she says, even if she says the other three, right? he <laughs> just can't even stand you it. He can't Luke isn't even the other fathom. Right, right. Can't even do
1: it. Um, so Jed, eventually he just like can't even like do this anymore. So he like pulls her aside mm-hmm. to have a chat and um, he flat out tells her, you know, something has been weighing on my heart for some time now. You know, i've fallen for you and it's so serious that i need some clarity on luke and he says it doesn't add up to me i want to see you with the best person you can be with mm-hmm. and i've seen luke from the beginning take people's words and change them i've seen him lie and i don't understand how you can be as amazing as you are and consider someone like him talk about a mic
2: drop it was it was so good <laughs>
1: coming from him it's like Ooh. wow the
2: nerve of you but
1: <laughs> the nerve of you because we know you are
2: trash <laughs> right now in the present day do we know you're trash Ooh. but your mother blatantly made a toast to the fact <laughs> that you are that trash, you are trash. <laughs> oh wow yeah but you know i guess you're the only you really the only one who has the Ooh. odds Who could say this? Mm -hmm.
1: You can say all this. (laughs) Because you can say all this and know that you can still go home and still have some girls sitting there waiting for you. Yep. Mm
2: -mm -mm.
1: Um, So he drops all of that on Hannah and she's just like stunned, Mm -hmm. like kind of lost for words. She's trying to like piece together the right words. She doesn't want to say too much or like throw people under the bus and things like that. So she's like, How honest do you want me to be? Um, And then she just says, You know, at the beginning, I had a really strong connection with Luke that I just can't. I just couldn't describe. Um he grabbed my attention and then I met his family last week and I still think he's here for me and there is a connection but I'm just, you know, trying to figure it out. I don't know what to say. Same old, same old. She can't explain herself.
2: No. <laughs> like which there's always one can there's always one contestant who can't explain themselves and they're usually the winner. Um Lauren B and Ari uh, even mm-hmm. Rachel and Brian, I remember Rachel had mm. to defend Brian quite a bit. Um, yeah, normally it's not the house villain since like episode five. Right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's, yeah. so this makes it way worse. Cause this happens every Ooh. season.
1: Yeah, I would say definitely like Lauren B and Ari, mm-hmm. like nobody understood what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Ari couldn't explain this connection with Lauren. The viewers at home
2: had no clue what the hell was happening. Rebecca yeah. <laughs> like, was like, How are you into me and into her? We're totally different people. We're like very different. Yeah, this has definitely
1: happened before. But Hannah, I mean, this the fact that he's such a contentious figure. Yeah. And has been so toxic and just has not gotten along with people. And yet she still can't explain herself as to why she's connected with him. It's just very frustrating for us. And I can't even imagine for (laughs) Jed in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So after she basically can't explain herself, Jed hits her with a very great question where he says, you know, if you're this close to finding your husband, what makes you hold on to someone so uncertain? Mm. Great question. It is. Great question it Because it's true yeah. Like You Every time we ask you About him I don't know I'm trying to figure it out Let me figure it out Let me figure it out And it's like You're Trying to get proposed to In like two weeks girl Yeah Like
3: yeah.
1: By somebody that you're This unsure about This doesn't make sense To any of us Yeah So Yeah Her answer to that She basically was like I don't Like a feeling Like even her <laughs> Answer was very non-committal I right. so You can even <laughs> explain Um and then she
2: says, of course, like, you know, I've seen different sides that you guys haven't seen of Luke. Which I'm sure burned Jed up because Jed knows him mm-hmm. way better than Hannah does. Yes, he's <laughs> lived in a house and has shared a bedroom with this yes. man. Like he
1: spent more time with him, has seen other sides of him that yo ass have not seen yep. in Hannah. So um, and then I just think like if ever you have to dis- say, you know, if you ever you have to describe someone as I see a side of them that you don't see that's just not a good person (laughs) right like no i always like consistency in someone's character is a quality that as a woman we should want to have in a man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't want to have a man who is a one way with his family one way with his friends one way with his enemies and then another way with you like that's not somebody that you'd want to be wifed up by you want somebody who's consistent across the board right so the fact that she's like trying to defend, well, I see the good sides that you guys don't see like that. You just sound crazy now because you're defending someone who you don't actually know who he is because he's presented himself differently to the
2: guy that you're seeing across right now, which is why he's questioning you up and down. Cause he doesn't understand what you see in this person. Right. And it's somebody whose opinion you should really trust. Cause this is somebody who knows him well. Yeah. So you should be trusting it. Also, you don't want him to come home and be friend Luke instead of wifey Luke. Right. Mm.
1: Because you want wifey Luke. You want That's wifey Luke you know. Luke you know who time. friend Luke.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't know what
1: friend Luke is? <laughs> Shit. You got so many damn versions of his personality. <laughs> who the hell is Tommy? Bible to keep study up with Luke. This. Ugh. Bible study Luke. Right. Friends Luke. Bachelor Mansion Luke <laughs> and then Luke. Like this is one too many personalities. You want one. Yes. One consistent one. Yep. Jeez. Anyways, time for the nighttime portion of their date. Hannah says in her little confession, you know, I get it. I understand Jed's concerns, but I need him to know that my feelings about that relationship have no effect on our relationship, Mm -hmm. which don't make no damn sense because it absolutely does. Yeah, because it was between the two of them last week. Yes, it was between the two of them last week, so that deeply concerned and affected him. Mm And then the fact that you're keeping around this, like, very contentious psychopath that nobody likes <laughs> is starting to make Jed question you. Right. So it is having a effect on your relationship. You can't compartmentalize these things. Yeah. That's not how when you have someone like Luke around, you can't. You can't do that. Um, anyways, Hannah shows up. She looks great. Loved yes. This little slinky black. A little, silk slip dress. Number. little slip dress. A little slip dress. Um, another terrible Claire's diamond necklace. Yeah, well,
2: we got to just keep it moving. Yep. Past the jewelry. They, <laughs> mm, the jewelry has been horrendous yeah. this entire season. Yeah, we got to get a new sponsor for the
1: jewelry. Gots to, got to. Um, so anyways, they sit for dinner and Hannah starts by saying, you know, I just want to start by saying thank you. And then, you know, I appreciate your conversation earlier and that you, you know, felt like you could be open and honest with me. Um Jed's like, yeah, you know, it was good to get the air cleared. And Hannah, Hannah she, she's just ready to sweep everything under the rug. So she's mm-hmm. like, great. So are we good? You know, are we good now? And Jed is like, well. Actually. <laughs> actually. As I was getting ready,
2: I prepared more questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So I have more I want to speak on. So he continues to go in mm-hmm. and says, you know our relationships have nothing to do with each other, but I'd be completely lying if it hasn't affected how I feel. And it weighs on me a lot. And so Hannah, she's kind of caught off guard and she's like, well, I don't want it to affect how you feel about me. Mm -hmm. And he says, "Um, well, you know, it says a lot about your decisions when you look at me and tell me you're falling for me, but then you keep around someone who's been so toxic to you and everyone else throughout this process. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So Hannah, she's just sitting there, just kind of like taking all of this in. Yeah. Jed continues, you know, it makes me feel worried that you have a hard time letting go of things that aren't good for you in your life.
2: Which I felt like Jed was talking wow. straight to me, and I feel attacked, <laughs> Jed. Okay, <laughs> damn. First of all, you have no, <sighs> no room to talk about letting go of anything. That's number one. Good, sir. All right. What's your, your girl back home? And number two, like, why are you yelling? <laughs> Get out of here. Ooh, but this was a read. Yeah, this
1: sure was, a, was. This was a very <laughs> wise assessment. Yep. Um, where it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It made a hell of a lot of sense. You were keeping around someone who was so toxic. That is making me question what is going on in your thought process and why do you choose to keep things around that are very obviously not good for you?
2: Right. Right. Mm. What are you hanging on to so desperately that you have to keep them around and you forgive that much?
1: Right. So what is is that about? And that's very worrying as someone who is potentially supposed to propose to you in two days.
2: Right.
1: Um, Jed further continues and says, you know, it makes me feel worried and I start to retract how I feel. Mm. Which is not...
2: (laughs) what hannah was oh trying God. to hear yeah no no because hannah really really likes jed Red. oh yeah totally yeah. is into this she's a, he's the
1: only one that she had said to him i'm falling for you right mm-hmm. at this point yep. Yep.
3: yeah
1: um so he says all this which completely knocks the wind out of her and mm-hmm. she's just kind of sitting there stunned because she was going into this day thing she could just sweep this shit under the rug little yep. did she know he was hitting her with all this um so she says to him you know i trust you and i trust your opinions but i need you to trust me and then she starts to get you could tell she starts to get like pissed and frustrated and so she gets up and is like i just need a second i just need a second and like storms off walking and jed follows right behind her which is annoying annoying. very annoying just give the girl literally a five
2: seconds to like be with herself but and this is what this is like part of her process she's done this damn near every single cocktail party Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so we should know I. that this is, like, a part of her thing. She's got to be alone. Mm-hmm. She's got to talk to Jesus. She's got to mm-hmm. be just yeah. by herself. And here you go with your big head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
1: So, Hannah, she just kind of, like, by this little pool area pacing and says, you know, I have to keep explaining myself more and more and more about my feelings with Luke. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, it's getting all pissed and in a tizzy, which, girl, uh, you're going to have to explain yourself when you keep around somebody who is universally hated right obviously and- toxic and has caused you nothing but aggra- aggravation like you're gonna have to explain yourself i'm sorry
2: and you have to think ahead right of like you not only in this house not only with those four guys whatever you have to explain him yourself and him on like good morning america yes <laughs> like- like if you can't do this to Jed right now, how are you gonna get on in front of America and
1: explain the fact that you picked this loser? Like what? Not even loser. This emotionally abusive, like toxic yeah, psychopath, highly problematic psychopath. Like <laughs> yes. so, this is this is practice for mm-hmm. the GMA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they eventually, you know, chatted out, they head back to the table, she kind of, you know, quells her emotions a bit and says, you know, I get it, I understand, um, you just have to let me figure it out, which this is, she's been saying this for weeks now, you just have to let me figure it
2: out, it's whatever it is (laughs) But it was good foreshadowing um yes for what is to come yes yes because yes. she sure did figure
1: it out she sure did mm-hmm. um so jed just you know reassures her that you know his concerns were coming from a good place and they just like basically make up and um she obviously hands him the fantasy suite and they head mm-hmm. off to this bomb ass villa really cool Ooh, he probably had the best huge. venue for fantasy oh suites. absolutely yeah. hell yeah compared to that dusty ass windmill like he was in Oh my
2: in a, god and that rocky ass boat we even talk about how rocky the boat was for Tyler's That's true sake. we didn't talk about Tyler's <laughs> boat That shit was
1: docked at the at the port whatever you call it Ooh, and it was sw- rocking end. back and forth <laughs> and they were not even having sex that shit was just rocking like you and I both would have been laid out seasick <laughs> on that shit <laughs> Oh terrible oh Um, So yeah, Jed 100% got the best fantasy Mm -hmm. suite She had a fucking indoor pool in it Mm -hmm. Big ass bed Like, beautiful Um, So the next morning They are in bed And all kissy, curled up And talk about how fun last night was And, you know, Jed says I'm more sure than ever that I'm into you That I'm more sure than I've ever been about you And she says I'm more sure about you too And just looking at the two of them, they, to me, generally look like they
2: were in love. I know. Yeah. I was a little. Which is wild. Well, not a little worried. I'm very worried for Jed's mental health. because Jed's <laughs> mental health? Yeah. Because the fact that he could sit up here and do this means that you have such little empathy for other people. And it's very scary to see.
1: Very scary. Yeah. Because, like, oh, God. Like, I know he came on the show with ulterior motives and Mm -hmm. intentions, but he actually does look like he's literally potentially fallen in love with her. Mm -hmm. But he also could be a sociopath and is just doing all this to be on the show and still chasing fame. So that's the the icky thing with Jed. We still don't know. Is he actually in love with her and is just acting really, really well? Or is he this crazy and, like, emotionally like uh, what is even the word like a vampire and mm. is just saying what he has to say. to like, keep going through the show.
2: Yeah. I wonder, cause he hasn't uh, self-sabotaged yet. He could have sent himself home a long time ago and still been right. a famous country singer.
1: Mm-hmm. And still gotten what he wanted yeah. and still go back yeah. to his girl. So, yeah. um, I don't know. So when they, when they parted ways, same thing, there was no tears mm-hmm. for Jed like there were for Tyler. Um, but, again, still think Tyler's overnight was just, like, another level of, like, emotional connection.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah.
1: So, so, yeah, that was Jed's date. Time for Luke's mm. date. Mm-mm. So, you know, they meet up, classic run-jump hug. They uh, learn for their date that they going to I thought she head- was going to
2: jump right over him. Because they <laughs> so damn bite-sized. He's so little.
1: Um. So yeah, classic run jump hug. They learned for their day that they're headed to Santorini versus via helicopter, mm-hmm. which was amazing. So cool. So cool. Um. So Hannah says, you know, I feel like Luke's at his best with me when nobody else sees that
2: our hometowns went great, and I think that we're headed upwards. I can't believe she thinks her his hometown was great. Right. That's so crazy.
1: Because the Bible study was weird. And then so his family, weird. like everyone was denying that the stuff that was going on with the house with Luke was like not Luke at all. Like, oh my right. God, that's not Luke. That's so shocking that that was going on. It's like, yeah, I've been dealing with shit for the past month <laughs> with this dude. And they're all denying that this is your same brother and son. Like, oh fuck all of you. God. <laughs> Ugh. But she's riding on that for whatever reason she thinks that hometowns is great you know she had this one good week with him let's forget the fact that i've gone through 10 weeks of pure hell and nonsense but she apparently is thinking that they're on an upward trend
2: yeah it was like this week and then their first date the group date
1: were the only two positive moments with luke
2: (laughs) yeah
1: oh god so, uh, Hannah says, "You know, our connection is unlike anything I've experienced, and I'm thankful to be here in Santorini with a guy who loves me. So, for their day, they just kind of walk around Santorini, very picturesque, um, and you know, they eventually sit and have a little chat, and she's telling him how great it was how great it was to meet his family and see the person that I know you are. Mm. And he says to her, "You know, when I look at you in the eyes, I see my future wife." He keeps it. saying It's
2: like he really does look at her like she's a trophy.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, that he's like won her already. Yeah. Yep. He's been acting like that since episode one. Yeah. Since week yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, since he didn't give her her jacket. His jacket. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Since that day.
1: Left <laughs> her there, shivered in the cold. Yep, mm-hmm. since that very moment. Um, time for the nighttime portion of their date. Hannah, this outfit. I wrote down, she looked like Peggy from Married with Children. (laughs) What was this? Which she did. Which she did. She did.
2: Individually, the pieces were good. It was just put together in one. It was doing the most. A leopard skirt
1: paired with a red leather jacket. You literally are dressed up as Peggy from Married with Children for Halloween. Yep.
2: That is what you would wear. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I thought of um, the... Uh, Jennifer Coolidge from Legally Blonde. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, like yeah, that character.
1: Yes, like an older woman who's trying to dress young and hip. Like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> And trying to
2: be like sexy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me throw on my leopard. Yeah. <laughs> and my red leather. Like, uh-huh. like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I even thought of like Fran Drescher, but I was like, Fran Drescher would have yes, been cuter than the that. The nanny. Though. <laughs> Fran <laughs> Drescher used the to be dressed down, like... down though. She used to yeah, be like, she was. D- looking mm-hmm. good, but looking she good. would never wear this. <laughs>
1: Oh, not a good one, Hannah Um, So Luke and Hannah sit for dinner And Luke says, you know, I'm so honored that you chose me to go on today's date Because she was talking about Santorini is like one of her bucket list um, things Um, And, you know, she, she gives a cheers to a beautiful day in Santorini And being at this place in our relationship from where we've come from to where we are today which is just hilarious when she sees where they're about to go Mm. (laughs) in this conversation. Yep. So Luke says, you know, let's talk about marriage. Um, You know, forever shouldn't be taken lightly. You know, I want to talk about what I want from a woman. And then he goes off on this weird fucking rant about how, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm the spiritual leader in my household and I know you are too. And Mm. you know, it's not easy and I want to make history with my family and, I don't know what the fuck any of this meant.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. confused as to, first of all, if he's a spiritual leader in his family, what is the rest of his family doing? because right. I don't see him as a leader in any sense of the word. <laughs> so.
1: No, and he definitely had, like, a dad and, like, older siblings. How are you suddenly the, the spiritual leader of the house?
2: Yeah, unless they're all atheists, which we know they're not, because some 46 was in the back of you and your dad talking during Hometowns. Right. Yes, we remember. So mm-hmm. you're not the spiritual mm-hmm. leader in your house. He's the self-declared spiritual yeah. leader in his own warped mind.
1: Um, so anyways, Luke continues and says, you know, let's talk about sex and says, you know, it's an incredible thing, you know, well, only when it's in the sanctity of, of marriage. marriage. And as he's saying this, Hannah's like, she's like, you know, listening and like nodding confusedly, mm-hmm. but like taking it in, uh, which I appreciate it. She just lets him talk this oh, whole yeah. day. She just lets him talk and bury his ass. Yep. And then she yep. comes in at the end. So he continues on, you know, the marriage bed should be kept pure. You know, I've personally abstained from sex for three years now. And, you know, I'm saving myself for marriage. Oh, wait. He and, said,
2: I've been celibate or, yeah, I've been withstanding myself from sex for three to four years. Let me tell you something. When you are celibate <laughs> and you are waiting, you know, literally down to the hour. The last exactly. time you had sex.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So rough estimate. Three yeah. To four years. Within years. <laughs> like... <laughs> Nah, you know the last time you was chopping it down. You know, -hmm. oh Lord. So he says, you know, I'm confident we're on the same page with our morals, but you know, I want to hear it from your mouth because people say that they believe in some things, but then do something differently. Mm. This is crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. the fact
1: that he said, "I want to hear it from your mouth," like this is him imposing his personal morals. Mm -hmm. And his personal beliefs on
2: Hannah and then is now trying to, like, feed words into her mouth. Yeah. This has happened to me before with a guy who was agnost- agnostic, who thought that I mm-hmm. was not Christian enough. Because he I is telling I... you <laughs> you're uh-huh. not a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. Because what? Because I talked about sex and Jesus. See,
1: these people so, are bold, bold, very bold. bold. But
2: he was also he was another like Baptist church raised, went to church like three times a week. Like, also, oh, he got a whole complex going on. He sure
1: did. <laughs> okay, he sure did.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: he just didn't oh, come out Christian, but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, same shit. Mm-hmm. So Luke's continues on. He says, you know, I've heard people say that they want to explore fantasy suites on a sexual level and I don't believe that's something you should be doing.
2: Which? Well,
1: I'm glad you have so many thoughts on what I yeah. should be doing, Luke. Yeah, because that fuck? all sounds like your
2: business and not mine. Right. So.
1: Right. Exactly. He continues on. Mm. You know, I want to make sure you're not being sexually intimate with the other relationships here. I have all the trust in the world for you, but want to make sure that we're on the same page. This is where he got my Nigga You Ain't Shit Award. Nice. Nice. And there's so many other moments, but I'm choosing this one right here. Yeah. Because this is some sick ass shit. Mm -hmm. And to the young women of Bachelor Nation, if you're a college student, you anywhere below the age of 29, because that's what I'm at. And I'm going to preach right now to the the youngins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Take heed. Don't ever let a man judge you for making any decision that you want to make with your body. Nope. And make you try and make you feel less pure or less Christian or guilty for doing what you want to do. OK, because yeah. we alone, we own our body. This thing that I walk around with every day, this shit is mine. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has the nerve to sit up here and tell her, like, I want to make sure that you're not being sexually intimate with other relationships. How dare you try to sit up here and tell me what I can do with my body
2: that I own and me alone owns it. Ridiculous. You also own your relationship with God, too. So don't let Mm -hmm. anybody try to tell you about that either. Right.
1: So that shit just irked me because, like, my daddy don't own my body. This vessel is mine. My boyfriend does not own this. The government does not own it. I alone own my body. I alone make decisions with what I want to do with it, and that's Mm -hmm. period. And so, like, this whole thing was just—the whole thing was just so sick to me and so reminiscent of just, like, guys who— just feel like they have so much ownership over telling us what we can do with our bodies as women. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's so gross. Um, so Luke continues on. You know, if you told me that you've had sex, then I'd be wanting to go home a hundred percent. But that's that's something you didn't do, you know, I'd want to continue growing our relationships. Again, what the fuck kind of sixes.
2: Yeah, he like he's interesting cuz he like plays all of his cards at once. He like lays it all out like if you do this, I'm out first mm-hmm. instead of going for like the least um right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he goes he put for it like all the out there set his ass outrageous up. boundary first mm-hmm. and then he retracts after that and I guess it's worked since now.
1: Um, yeah, no, but that's wild. But he he really messed up here because he basically was saying to her that my
2: love for you is conditional. Oh yeah, it's oh, contingent yeah. upon your yeah. sexual history yeah. within the past, within the past uh, four, days. Yeah, four days. Four days. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that that is not love. That is easily no. recognized as not love Mm-mm. when somebody says I love you, but if you did this
2: or that, then I'm out. Like, and also to f- force her to go through her sexual history on television. Because we all know, like, you're not supposed to... Oh, the cameras aren't there, whatever. They both know those cameras are there. And he's making her do this mic'd up on ABC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that is disgusting.
1: Disgusting. It's so controlling. But Mm -hmm. he said, I want to hear it out of your mouth. He sat right there and said, I need to hear this out of your mouth. So he says all of this, buries his ass. And Hannah comes in now and says... You know, sex is a very big deal to me. Mm -hmm. And I've said I've had sex with two people in my life. Both were from relationships where I thought that they would be my husband. Now, some things you just said to me, I don't agree with at all. And I'm kind of mad at the way you just said that. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you have the right to say that? You're not my husband. And then he like tries to cut her off and she's like, nope. (laughs) Mm. Continues on. She's like, you're questioning me and judging me when you don't have the right to do that. You may think that sex is a sin out of marriage, but pride is too, and mm. this is all a pride thing. Love that she said that because that is so true. Yeah, so true that this is pride. It is. Yeah. It was for me. It was very much in the same vein as men who, same men who are like, you know, if my woman cheated on me, I would never. I'd be fucking done with her. Mm-hmm. Like those same guys that. Like, men, they can go cheat on us up and down and expect yeah. to come back, and it's not a problem, but God forbid his woman cheats <laughs> on him or even fucking winks at another guy. He's mm-hmm. done. He's out. Like, he uh-huh. can't even fathom the fact that his woman would be sexual in any way or other. And a lot of guys think like that. A lot. A lot. Like, a, a lot, lot of a men lot. think like that. Mm-hmm. They're they are done if it comes to a woman, their woman being in any type of physical, you know, anything with somebody else. But yeah. they can cheat up and down. Ain't a problem for us, huh? <laughs>
2: god but you're supposed to be a good woman and stick by me yeah right yeah and all of that is pride
1: because they feel like they own us Mm -hmm. you know so luke you know he continues on he says you know i don't take it lightly when i say that i love you you know let's say you have had sex with all these other guys you know i'd be willing to work through anything so here he comes trying to backtrack because yeah. as you said he laid out all his cards and now he's like oh shit i see and she's pissed like, uh, wait wait uh <laughs> wait a second uh <laughs> let me take back what i just said uh, yeah. uh, uh. yep too late too late mm-hmm. um but yeah classic luke just trying to all of a sudden just like say what he thinks that she wants to hear right now but yeah. it's way too late so hannah says she cuts him off she's like i'm a grown woman i can make my own decisions and then Luke goes, you know, well, I don't want to get into this whole, you know, being misunderstood thing again because, you know, that's happened a lot during this process. Oh, my God. You sick son of a bitch. Yep. He Here comes the gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Here comes the gaslighting. Yeah. You know, well, Hannah, you have a tendency to mishear what I say, and I don't want you to
2: misunderstand me, so... The nerve of him. (laughs) I'm telling you. I wanted to escape to Bravo so bad so those Bravo (laughs) producers could cut back to five seconds ago when he just said what he didn't say what he said.
1: Uh. Yes, that sepia tone flashback that they love to
2: (laughs) intersplice in there.
1: Yes. Like, Luke, you just said what you said and I heard Mm -hmm. exactly what you said. You're not going to sit up here right now and tell me that I'm misunderstanding and misheard what you just said (laughs) two seconds ago. Like, that shit is sick. That's yeah. sick-ass gaslighting that is just, ugh. Um, and then he says, you know, I could understand a slip-up, but to have sex with all of them? And <laughs> Hannah, at this point, you could just tell in her face that she's done. Yeah. Like, yeah, He said enough. He has said enough. Mm-hmm. She is totally done. And she says, the words that you're saying are really not Okay. And she said, the closest thing I felt to love at first sight was probably with you. Mm -hmm. And your relationship gave me so much hope. And then all this shit has been happening since. Yeah, You've broken my heart in this process already. And I've broken my own heart because I've ignored all of these red flags to then have this happen. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Like, this is the culmination of all of her hard work.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All of her hard work with this dumb ass. Oh and then this is what happens. He sits yeah. here and, and, and fucking like slut shames you on national television, basically. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. And she says to have, to have you say this about me and to judge me and to make me feel like you wouldn't hold me as a woman of faith any longer. If I had sex, like I could have asked you off for so many things that you've done that I mm-hmm. don't want in a husband and you're ready to ask me off for sex like, she she went in, because she yeah. now he's playing with her character. He's about to yep. fucking write her off as, a like, a not Jezebel. a Christian woman, a mm-hmm. Jezebel. Um, meanwhile, she has put up with all kinds of foolishness and has given you oh chance God. after chance after chance, but you're ready mm-hmm. to kick her to the curb if she's had sex. So here he come again with his backtracking. Well, you know, I didn't say something I don't mean... I mean, I did say something I didn't mean, you know, if you did slip up and have sex with one of the guys, you know, it doesn't change how I feel. And Hannah's like, I don't slip up. Yeah,
2: (laughs) she keeps putting it into this category, like, oh, we'll work through it. Oh, if when you slipped up. No, you can't. He's he's not realizing that that is what the problem is
1: yeah and sex is not a slip up like mm-hmm. if i had sex
2: with these guys that was a conscious choice that i made for right. myself there's no jungle juice flowing in the uh fantasy suites. like I, <laughs> right. I remember i know exactly what i did this in college and i slipped up like we grown we know exactly yeah. what i'm doing and
1: so she says to him like do you hear yourself like you need to <laughs> he sounds crazy like he yeah. literally doesn't hear what he's saying
3: yeah
1: she says, you need to know if I've had sex in order for you to know if you want to move forward with me. Like, do you actually hear yourself? <laughs> so then at this point, Hannah brings up this Bible verse. Which this is I'll where she explain. gets my
2: Hannah user words moment. Okay,
1: okay. Because so go she, into it because
2: I kind of <laughs> lost your point. She actually <laughs> used the Bible against him, which I was waiting for the actual Bible to come up with all this talk mm-hmm. about Christianity. We're right. Like like, dancing around the word. So. Right. Uh, Somebody drop a verse, please. <laughs> bring it back, which Hannah has. Um, mm-hmm. But Luke has never. So she Don't, was talking no. about um, the story of the woman who was going to be stoned for being an adulterer because that's what they used to do. And Jesus mm-hmm. said um, that who cast the first stone has not sinned. And she yes, said, you're know holding this verse. a stone. Mhm. Like yes, to I know one. this verse for yeah. sure.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. And the great analogy, because he's sitting there about to burn her on the stake and stone her for a decision that she made, and she's up here trying to defend herself over something that is her life and her decision. And you ain't Jesus, so you don't get to judge me. Mm-mm. Nope Nope. <sighs> so after she drops that verse on him, she then goes in her goes into her very beautiful breakup soliloquy that mm-hmm. I just loved. She says, I have God in my heart and I have light. You haven't shown respect for any of the guys here. You haven't shown respect for me. You're saying I should do this and do that. And I know that I have given this my all. I have cried. I have struggled. I have made decisions that have kept me up at night. There are so many times that I just wanted to say I'm done with you. Mm -hmm. But I've been praying for clarity and I feel like I finally got my clarity on you, and I know that I do not want you to be my husband.
2: Mm.
1: Preach, Hannah, preach. Mm.
2: Couldn't this have said is any better. The actual culmination of all that work she was talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this was it. Yeah,
1: this was it. Her finding her voice, finding her words, yeah. getting her clarity. Yeah. Um. You know, we've been watching her fight and struggle through this whole damn thing. But she mm-hmm. really came to and gave him the reading of a lifetime, which mm-hmm. I just ate up every word of it. Um. So Luke, he is stunned because he is not <laughs> expecting her to flat out literally said verbatim to him i know i do not want you to be my husband like yeah yeah you can't take that shit back and so he says to her you know can you give me a chance to speak and Hans just says no yeah, like i know no. now i have my clarity yeah like yeah. what is what else is there to say all you do is talk <laughs> and talk and talk in circles and say nothing like the no fact That he thinks he could turn this around is so crazy wild <laughs> wild what else is there left to say what are you going to say right now that is going to make her revert back to being in love with you it's over yeah. you don't see the dunness in her yeah. face it's over oh <sighs> so Hannah she just says no I have my clarity and then you know can I walk you out and she stands up like mm-hmm. she's ready to go and Luke he literally won't get up he's still sitting in this chair and he says you know I respect that you have clarity but can I share something really quick and meanwhile hannah is literally standing over him like arms crossed like done like and she says to him no it's over come on Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so irritated and is like get come on let's Mm -hmm. go then luke had the nerve i don't know where he found this nerve Mm. but somehow he found it and he said to her you know i feel like you owe me a minute
2: this was my nigga you ain't shit moment Oh, yes. Because Hannah full on snapped right yeah, She did. She, <laughs> he reached into the bowels of the current White House administration <laughs> and found the audacity mm. to say that she owes him something after mm. she has given him chance after chance, chance. after chance after yes. rose after chance. Uh-huh. And now is finally finished it is thunderstorming in Greece and you have mm-hmm. got to leave you did not make it to the fantasy suite where I don't know you're gonna look at her I don't know what you were gonna do
3: Right? But- <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you have the nerve to the think nerve. that you are owed a minute
1: yep, yep. oh my god so mm-hmm. Hannah full-on snapped like she said I don't owe you anything yeah I can't believe you just said that. I'm so mad. I don't owe you anything. She, like, was she was like, like talking off. to
2: herself. Literally talking to God. Himself. Talking to like he was like third on the list of who she was yes. actually talking, talking
1: to. Talking to. She was talking to the air. I don't owe you any. I can't believe you just said that. I don't owe you anything. Like, she was going off. I loved it. And she said, "I don't owe you anything." Please get up, mm-hmm. like because he's still sitting down. Yeah. Oh my god. So uh, Luke finally gets his ass up, and Hannah walks him to the SUV, and she is like seething, pissed, mm-hmm. like pissed. And Luke's still trying to fight, still trying to, you know, get in his last little words. And he says, you know, how's it bringing up to you what I thought was just a perfect scenario? But I don't judge you. I don't judge you. I love you. I don't care about your clarity. You know, there's something in me that is refusing to get into this limo. That's when Hannah just busted out laughing because mm-hmm. she was like, I could probably get you in that limo. Oh, loved it. At this mm-hmm. point, she's like, I just need you to get the fuck out of here because yeah. I can't. And she says to him, I have had sex and Jesus still loves me. Mm hmm. And this is the first confirmation that Luke actually got that she had sex. Because this whole time they've been talking yes. around sex and fantasy suites and what if she did this and what if she did that. Yeah. But she, he never actually got a confirmation until this moment. She says, I have had sex and Jesus still loves me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the camera just looks at Luke's face and he's like shocked. Like he literally is stunned that she had sex, like That's in so the fantasy crazy. Su- Like, hello oh my god so hannah she continues on because she actually is literally trying to get him the fuck to get into yeah, this van say, and she'll say whatever she'll say anything like she is so un, uncut right now yeah and she continues on she says from how you feel me fucking in a windmill you probably want to go home right now <laughs> <laughs> just drop it just rubbing salt into his womb. Yep. just let it sit there and marinate um, and then we hear in the confessional, she says, and guess what? We did it a second time. Ooh. So, you know, her and Peter were throwing down morning, noon and night in that windmill. <laughs> um, and Hannah just says to him, my husband would never say what you said to me. Nope. Um, and Luke at this point is just like still standing there, like staring at the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hannah. And she's like, what? You know, can I pray with you before I leave? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that shit was. That irked the shit out of me. Because he's still trying to. He's still weaponizing uh, Christianity. He's still Still, trying to use it against her. Still. Mm
3: hmm. Mm hmm. I'm kind of curious as to
1: how he would start it off, but. A prayer for her? Uh huh. To try and curb her Jezebel ways? Because that's what he's (laughs) looking at her as, basically. Get your ass in this van and get the fuck out of my face. Oh, my God. I can't. That oh. shit really irks me because that, yeah, like, you are too. leaving now. Now you're trying to play this whole moral Christian high ground. Yeah. You know, let me pray over you before I go. Mm-hmm. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and while I'm at it, we also fucked over here. Like, I want her to just, like, keep
2: <laughs> rubbing it in. Just ride out your Jezebel-ness, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I did, I think, in the beginning of this episode. Actually, I know because I was listening to it earlier today. Um mm-hmm. uh, I was asking if this was in Proverbs thirty one. It is not. I have searched. Control F. Sex, virginity, purity. Mm-hmm. In all of Proverbs thirty one, it is nowhere to be found. So he said it was on. He was said. He said something about Proverbs. No, 30? Proverbs thirty one oh. is like the ideal woman. That is what a wife looks like in the word oh, of the, God. Oh, interesting. And no, no virginity. Is nowhere was there because
1: <laughs> Jesus don't give two shits about who we fucking. He got a lot of other problems
2: to deal with than what the hell are we doing in our bedroom. And that is not the primary focus of your relationship, especially if you're getting married. Exactly. Oh God. Oh, makes me so murder.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's close this up. So, Hannah, she just says in her confessionals, you know, what I believe love is, is loving someone unconditionally. Mm -hmm. You love me through those flaws. And then she says, I answer to the Lord. I don't answer to Luke. Mm -hmm. I feel a weight lifted off my shoulders that I never have to deal with him again. Mm. Who, girl. I mean. Us too. Us too. (laughs) We have been through this journey with you. Um, I just like the audacity of men like
2: Luke. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And there are so many of them out there. Yeah. Yeah. These guys who feel like they deserve a say or an opinion about what we as women should be doing with our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And they have all these thoughts because they're men and they believe women should conduct themselves in a certain way to be worthy for them.
2: And it's because the world has been, uh, you know. Conform to what they want, so... Yeah, it's the fucking patriarchy. Yeah, this is...
1: It's it's all that it is. And shit like this, like, this shit, this makes me really want to become one of those crunchy-ass granola white girls who... Grow out their armpit hair. Yep. Breast swing and don't wear bras. (laughs) Breast swing. Shave my head because my hair is not my beauty. Like I understand those women now because it's like fuck the patriarchy, fuck men, fuck what you're supposed to tell me how I'm supposed to act, what I'm supposed to do with my body. Well, guess what? I'm gonna walk around looking like a wild banshee, (laughs) and y'all can't say none about it because this is my body and I own it.
2: Yep. And they still get dick down. Those women stay getting dick down.
1: Stay with a man. Mm -hmm. They always got a man. More power to them. Good God. So yeah, this that was the episode was essentially. It. <laughs> oh, it has been such a journey. It's been insanely frustrating <laughs> watching Hannah week after week with this complete psychotic loser. <laughs> but I guess she just had to come. She just had to come to on her own timing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is what it is. She got there eventually.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I do have to echo Jed though. With the fact that the fact that she did keep Luke around this long is very troubling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was going and through something. She going through something. But also it's like you going through all this, but you're also looking for a long term marriage husband. Mm-hmm. Like this is this looks like some growth and some work that you need to be doing on your own.
2: Yeah. Like
1: this growing, maturing and self-love stuff. You need to be doing on your own, not on the journey to finding a husband. Yeah. And that's what makes me kind of just like worried for her. Um, but best of luck At least she got to this conclusion And didn't choose this to Yeah. Um, And so yeah That was the episode We did get a preview Of next week And like the weeks to come mm-hmm. um, So next week We see Peter, Luke, and Tyler Standing at the roll ceremony Waiting around And I guess they discover That Luke isn't there And so they're all hyped And excited that Luke mm-hmm. Is finally gone It's like Christmas morning For these guys mm-hmm um hannah hear her saying you know with look out of the picture i can finally focus on my three relationships left
2: and then surprise surprise Mm, luke's on the vlog hey guys (laughs) luke's (laughs) on the vlog driving
1: in this little suv Mm -hmm. saying something something about like hannah thought she was done with me while she was sadly mistaken
2: that's how you want
1: to talk to your wife (laughs) right what you you made a decision, but guess what? I know better for you. Mm-hmm. is basically what he's trying to say. So basically, it looks like Luke interrupts the row ceremony mm-hmm. and says he says something along the lines of like This is my heart. We're talking about here." And then Hannah, who is just completely fed up with this dude, screams at him in front of everybody. It's not about your heart. Mm-hmm. It's not about your heart. Fucking leave! Oh, <laughs> like,
2: the best she is
1: done. He's like stalking her at this point. Right. Like, <laughs> How many times I have to tell you to leave? Um, and then we see all the guys kind of like surrounding Luke at one
2: point. Mm-hmm. Like they're about to jump his ass. Yeah, like, Jed kind of, you know, tugs his jacket. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't touch me. <laughs> he's like, why? What are you going to do? Tyler's like, yeah, what are you going to do?
1: Right. You got <laughs> six foot two Tyler and then six foot one Peter and yeah. then five foot ten jacked as Brolic, Jed. Brolic as Jed. <laughs> And then little shrimpy Luke, like, please, go sit somewhere. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, all the guys kind of rally around and trying to defend Hannah, who's, like, you know, crying and frustrated, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And then next week, so next week is a double episode. We also have the Men Tell All. Yeah. And Luke is going to be there. Mm -hmm. So,
2: I mean, I hope they just roast the shit out of him. I hope so, too. I hope, um, like, every guy who has really been wrong by him, who's not in the final three, obviously get mm-hmm. a chance to like really stick it to him.
1: Yeah. And I hope, um, cause I mean, one of the worst mentals in my opinion was the fucking Rachel season with Lee. Yeah. With definitely. Lee the racist where basically it was like his, re- you know, redemption tour. and they framed the whole mental all like it was this fucking racial kumbaya they Mm -hmm. made him hug kenny at the end and all that like i don't want to see any of that shit i want to see luke roasted to death Mm -hmm. i want to see conversation about emotional abuse and controlling and manipulation and gaslighting like i want if chris harrison's dusty ass don't say nothing i at least want the guys in the audience to hold him to the fire
2: yeah or these producers are messy have his ex-girlfriend come up have something
1: like let's address let's address what we've been watching for the last you know two months Mm -hmm. which is just straight up emotional abuse that Mm -hmm. was very triggering and alarming and something that needs to be discussed because you have a lot of young women in bachelor nation who are watching this Mm -hmm. and um it's been a very distressing season to say the least yeah um so yeah that's next week and then in two weeks we have the finale Where didn't really see much. Um, but we saw Hannah crying. We finally Mm -hmm. see her parents. We see her mom and her dad. Yeah. Um finally come along. And yeah, didn't really catch the rest, but that's in two weeks. So Mm -hmm. um so yeah, that's the episode, my friends. That's it. We did it, Justine. We did it. We did it. We literally recorded this episode twice. That helped us. Twice. Um, pray for us Please. Pray over this file So it does yes. not get corrupted Because yes. um, if it does, we are not doing this shit again And we no. will be posting Mm-mm. a
3: no. <laughs> Instagram live just, Yes, <laughs> I was just going to say that We're
1: just going to do an Instagram live uh, Instagram live yep, uh-huh. And let y'all know what it is mm-hmm. And maybe count down some moments And yeah. that's about it that's So it. pray to the Lord that we get this shit off the ground And that mm-hmm. is posted for y'all in the morning um, And yeah as always, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back next week. We have a double episode next week. Pray for us next Again, week as well. <laughs> yeah, prayers.
2: Just stay through September with the Prayer
1: prayers, please. warriors, Thank you, please. so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit us up on email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tag All us in it. your story. Please, for the love of God, please. support us this week. <laughs> And tag us in your story. Share us for the world. Tag your face in the story. Tell mm-hmm. us how you like the episode. We tried our best. We're tired of shit. Yes. But we have to do this for you guys because we love this community. Yep. Um, and that's it. See you next week, guys. Love ya. Bye.
0: Bye.